can even cause tooth decay. Dr. William I. L. McGonagall said in an address before the American Dental Association that unpleasant emotions such as those caused by worry, fear, nagging may upset the body's calcium balance and cause tooth decay. Dr. McGonagall told of a patient of his who had always had a perfect set of teeth until he began to worry over his wife's sudden illness. During the three weeks she was in the hospital, he developed nine cavities. Cavities brought on by worry. Have you ever seen a person with an acutely overactive thyroid? I have, and I can tell you they tremble. They shake. They look like someone half scared to death. And that's about what it amounts to. The thyroid gland, the gland that regulates the body, has been thrown out of kilter. It speeds up the heart. The whole body is roaring away at full blast like a furnace with all of its drafts wide open. And if this isn't checked by operation or treatment, the victim may die, may burn himself out. Some time ago, I went to Philadelphia with a friend of mine who suffered from this condition. We consulted Dr. Israel Bram, a famous specialist who has been treating this type of ailment for 38 years. Here is the advice he had hanging on the wall of his waiting room, painted on a large wooden sign. I copied it down on the back of an envelope while I was waiting. Relaxation and recreation. The most relaxing recreating forces are healthy religion, sleep, music, and laughter. Have faith in God. Learn to sleep well. Love good music. See the funny side of life. And health and happiness will be yours. The first question he asked this friend of mine was, What emotional disturbance brought on this condition? He warned my friend that if he didn't stop worrying, he could get other complications. Heart trouble, stomach ulcers, or diabetes. All of these diseases, said that eminent doctor, are cousins. First cousins. When I interviewed film star Merle Auberon, she told me that she refused to worry because she knew that worry would destroy her chief asset on the motion picture screen, her good looks. When I first tried to break into the movies, she told me, I was worried and scared. I had just come from India and I didn't know anyone in London where I was trying to get a job. I saw a few producers but none of them hired me and the little money I had began to give out. For two weeks, I lived on nothing but crackers and water. I was not only worried now, I was hungry. I said to myself, maybe you're a fool. Maybe you will never break into the movies. After all, you have no experience. You've never acted at all. What have you to offer but a rather pretty face? I went to the mirror, and when I looked in that mirror, I saw what worry was doing to my looks. I saw the lines it was forming. I saw the anxious expression, so I said to myself, You've got to stop this at once. You can't afford to worry. The only thing you have to offer at all is your looks, and worry will ruin them. Few things can age and sour a woman and destroy her looks as quickly as worry. Worry curdles the expression. can bring on all kinds of skin rashes, eruptions, and pimples. Heart disease is the number one killer in America today. During the Second World War, almost a third of a million men were killed in combat. 
But during the same period, heart disease killed 2 million civilians. And 1 million of those casualties were caused by the kind of heart disease that is brought on by worry and high-tension living. Yes, heart disease is one of the chief reasons why Dr. Alexis Carroll said, Businessmen who do not know how to fight worry die young. The Lord may forgive us our sins, said William James, but the nervous system never does. Here's a startling and almost incredible fact. More Americans commit suicide each year than die from the five most common communicable diseases. Why? Cancer is largely worry. When the cruel Chinese warlords wanted to torture their prisoners, they would tie their prisoners hand and foot and put them under a bag of water that constantly dripped, 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 day and night. These drops of water constantly falling on the head finally became like the sound of hammer blows and drove men insane. This same method of torture was used during the Spanish Inquisition and in German concentration camps under Hitler. Worry is like the constant drip, drip, drip of water, and the constant drip, drip, drip of worry often drives men to insanity and suicide. When I was a country lad in Missouri, I was half scared to death by listening to Billy Sunday describe the hellfires of the next world, but he never even mentioned the hellfires of physical agony that worriers may have to face here and now. For example, if you are a chronic worrier, you may be stricken someday with one of the most excruciating pains ever endured by man, angina pectoris. Do you love life? Do you want to live long and enjoy good health? Here's how you can do it. I am quoting Dr. Alexis Carroll again. He said, Those who keep the peace of their inner selves in the midst of the tumult of the modern city are immune from nervous diseases. Can you keep the peace of your inner self in the midst of the tumult of a modern city? If you are a normal person, the answer is yes. Emphatically yes. Most of us are stronger than we realize. We have inner resources that we have probably never tapped. As Toro said in his immortal book, Walden, I know of no more encouraging fact that the unquestionable ability of man to elevate his life by a conscious endeavor. If one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life he has imagined, he will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. Surely, many of the readers and listeners have as much willpower and as many inner resources as has Olga K. Jarvie. Of course, Eileen, Idaho. She discovered that under the most tragic circumstances, she could banish worry. I firmly believe that you and I can also, if we apply the old, old truths discussed in this volume. Here is Olga K. Jarvie's story as she wrote it for me. Eight and a half years ago, I was condemned to die, a slow, agonizing death of cancer. The best medical brains of the country, the Mayo Brothers, confirmed the sentence. I was at a dead end street, the ultimate gate of me. I was young. I did not want to die. In my desperation, I phoned to my doctor at Kellogg and cried out to him a despair in my heart. Rather impatiently, he upbraided me. What's the matter, Olga? Haven't you any fight in you? Sure, you will die if you keep on crying. Yes, the worst has to overtake in you. Okay, face the facts. 
quit worrying and then do something about it. Right then and there, I took an oath. An oath so solemn that the nails sank deep into my flesh and cold chills ran down my spine. I am not going to worry. I am not going to cry. And if there is anything to mind over matter, I am going to win. I am going to live. The usual amount of x-ray in such advanced cases was, at that time, 10 and a half minutes a day for 30 days. They gave me x-ray for 14 and a half minutes a day for 49 days. And although my bones stuck out of my emaciated body like rocks in a barren hillside, and although my feet were like lead, I did not worry. Not once did I cry. I smiled. Yes, I actually forced myself to smile. I am not so idiotic as to imagine that merely smiling can cure cancer. But I do believe that a cheerful mental attitude helps the body fight disease. At any rate, I experienced one of the miracle cures of cancer. I have never been healthier than in the last few years. Thanks to those challenging fighting words, face the facts, quit worrying, then do something about it. I am going to close this by repeating its title. The words of Dr. Alexis Carroll. Those who do not know how to fight worry, die young. The followers of the Prophet Muhammad often had verses from the Quran tattooed on their breasts. I would like to have the title of this tattooed on the breast of every reader and listener. Those who do not know how to fight worry, die young. Was Dr. Carroll speaking of you? Could be.